0: 21 degrees downtown. I had 19 at the house. A little chilly out there, but it's going to warm back up and the rest of the week looks pretty nice. Went back down to Metro yesterday. And tried to coordinate, get uh, get the Metro Park guys with the forklifts to help load some of those heavier dog houses. And most of them were heavier. You know, if we do another one of those, that would be a great... A great thing to uh to film in time lapse photography so you could see uh, first of all the staff setting up the tables and the Yellowstone Kellys people putting on the tablecloths and the uh, all the place settings and everything and then one by one the doghouse is coming in many with forklift having to drive through those tables and folks, I got to drive my partner's pickup yesterday. <laughs> Now, if it was somebody else, I'd give him crap about the lights that were on, the things that need to be looked at. But the one that stood out to me, where Paul's pickup is different from everybody else, Paul drives left-handed, and his hand's always on the same part of the wheel, and the steering wheel has been worn through down to the metal.
1: It has. <laughs> I've driven that so much. Well, I can explain the lights. I left last week. I left the gas cap off when I left the gas station, uh-huh. so my check engine light came on, and I just haven't reset that one yet. Right. And I got two tire sensors that I took out on my tires, yeah. but you can't clear. you right. can, well, and, and those are those are like one
0: hundred and one hundred twenty. They're expensive. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, I don't blame you there. So, and as much as I take tires on and off, right, I'm not I'm not replacing those. So, no, that's and just the way it goes. How, how many miles on the pickup now? I turned two hundred and ninety thousand yesterday. In fact, I think you did it when you went to get tacos or something. Yeah, yeah, two hundred ninety. Yeah. Well,
0: here's the thing, folks. But I have electric windows. You saw, you witnessed that. I did. Okay, I did. Anybody else? I'd be all over them, and you got to get that those those codes cleared and everything else. But folks, do you know what this pickup is for? It's got to go from A to B. (laughs) that's right (laughs) but doesn't care how it rides that's right shocks fall off the damn thing because the roads are rough Mm -hmm. a to b that's all i need if it starts and goes Mm -hmm. what's the old uh, truck commercial put gas and oil in or she'll go she'll go that's the (laughs) second best pickup i got too and i got six of them mark so um and also yesterday i never got anything to eat why because of the lines at every place that subway right there by the liquor store by metro they were 10 deep at subway you're kidding me uh cars out to the street at mcdonald's same thing at taco john's i said well i'm not going to be gone 30 minutes to get a cheeseburger you know why because it's lunchtime nope you were in my pickup
1: (laughs) (laughs) if that would have been mark wilson's pickup He would have pulled into Taco John. There would have been no one there, and when he got to the window, they would have already had his two tacos mm-hmm. waiting for him at the window. Mm-hmm. That's the reason. You were in my pickup. That, that, that could be. Mm-hmm. That could be. Well, that's the way it goes. I know. Hey, we got all the dog houses out of there. It's over. The end. Um. So all i got to do now is get a couple checks in and... Uh, Get a couple credit cards charged, and then we'll be good. Yeah, we're done. Talked to a few family members last night about it. They wanted to know about it, and
0: I said I have planned my last event. Mm-hmm. Well, it's just—it's just too much. It's too—it's too many missing pieces. Yeah, and we gave other people opportunities to help, and they mm-hmm. didn't really want to. And um,
1: I had four, 14 again today when I left the ranch. See, the paper was able to get up to uh, Rimrock Mall yesterday early morning and get a picture of the, where the pickup drove through the door. Mm-hmm.
0: No one was available to the picture of one of those beautiful dog houses. No kidding. And, and that's a that's much more of a fuzzy, warm, feel-good yeah. type story to cover. Yeah, people would have much but rather in their, have seen that. But in everybody's that. defense, we did it on a weekend. That's right. That's <laughs> right. That's right. That's
1: right. <laughs> Yellowstone's closing their interior roads. November. Oh, you know what? We change the clocks. That's right. This weekend. I'll be on the same time as uh, Mallory now in Arizona. They don't change. Right. Um, they're not affected in Arizona the by the distance between the sun and the earth and how quickly we rotate around our axis. Arizona's not affected by it. It's, it's like the global warming thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're not affected by it. But. They have the roads, uh, interior roads, closed. So that will pretty much shut that down for the year.
0: Hmm. Hmm. (laughs) That's a great question Kelly had about the doghouse parade. And why have a great event with good food when you don't even get to sit down and eat? (laughs) That's right. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Well, it's just, you know, it, it's 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 part of the deal. Mm. Yeah. I'm going to get one more little
1: blast. Of coffee here.
0: I think this is the final week of the code words for the Old Dominion Flyaway, so we'll have a word for you at 820 this morning. And you know what's funny? When we have winners of those... I don't get to talk to him very much. I'm, I remember uh, a couple years ago, we sent a couple down to Las Vegas for the Academy of Country Music Awards, and uh, uh, we know those people pretty well, so got to hear about it that way. But that's why it's such a bonus for you folks to listen that we can tell you every intimate detail about the Mexico trips. <laughs> hmm
1: Yeah, we'll have to take more qualifiers uh, for that. Well, yesterday, folks, it was a it was a real embarrassment uh, to the United States to watch Joe Biden. I don't know. I don't know how Democrats in this country can get up in the morning and feel great about they what they've done to America. Mm-hmm. I just I don't get it. I don't get it at all. Um, I saw a lot of his voters on Saturday night after the dog parade. Mm-hmm. They were out there at the purgatory <laughs> thing yesterday, folks. He's at the uh, he's at the G twenty conference over there, and gives this spiel on global warming where he has absolutely no idea what he's talking about. First, he starts talking about how we only have a decade left, ten years, and that's it. You know, folks, how long we've had a decade left? In 1990, Al Gore said we had 10 years left. Mm-hmm. That's it. By 2000, we were done. And then by 2000, when he ran for president, he said, we only have 10 years left. That was to 2010, or the Earth is over. And then in 2010, Barack Obama said, if we don't do something within the next 10 years, the planet as we know it will cease to exist. Wow. Now in 2021, here we are 10 years later. Joe Biden's over there telling Americans and the world we only have 10 years left. Again. Yesterday, folks, he stuttered and stammered through a speech. And yesterday, it's all over the United States. It's all over the cameras around the world. He's sitting there at a meeting. And he falls asleep. Mm -hmm. And the cameras are right on him. And he falls asleep. He has dementia. He's not capable of carrying out the duties of president of the United States. He doesn't have the physical capacity to do it. And he falls asleep. Finally, if you watch long enough, one of his aides goes over and wakes him up and said, Mr. President, you're falling asleep. Uh, A reporter from London was watching it. You know, they have the BBC over there and all kinds of stuff. And a reporter from London says to everybody over there that this guy needs to be in a nursing home with a bowl of soup. Wow. This is our president that you folks who are liberals out there gave us. You picked him. I didn't. You did. You're embarrassing our country. The man has no clue what he is doing. Everything is written. You know why last year, folks, he didn't campaign? He couldn't. He couldn't campaign last year. Now, here's the thing. What's the difference between a meeting or a G20 summit or a United Nations summit with President Donald Trump versus Joe Biden? Here's the difference. Joe Biden can't even follow along at a meeting. He doesn't even know who the leaders are. He doesn't know their names. He doesn't even know what countries are there. President Donald Trump when he gets into a meeting situation or a conference situation, this man shines. He is at his element. He is he is more awake and more aware and more cognizant of what is going on around him at a meeting or a conference than any man I have ever seen. He shines. He lives for that. He is involved in every second of every meeting. He can talk for hours. He's a negotiator. He's a dealer. He's shined in that. So what's the difference? The difference is this year, all of the news that you get, all day long, is about everything but President Joe Biden. True story. Last year, all the news you got was no other news except all news about President Trump every day. It was about President Trump every day, all day, every day. This year, it's all the other news and never about Joe Biden. Yeah, you're right. Nancy Pelosi, all of them calling Trump is unfit. He's not capable of carrying out the duties of the president of the United States and he, he should be removed. We should use our powers of Congress. This man is not fit. There, Joe Biden, by no fault of his own, is failing. His health has deteriorated. He can't keep his sentences straight. He doesn't know where he's at, what he's doing. He's falling asleep. He is not able to carry out the duties of president, folks. He's the guy that has the button. He's the guy in charge of world peace. We got, we got thousands of people still behind enemy lines in Kabul and over in that area being killed and tortured every day. He doesn't even know that. No. He, he doesn't even know what's going on there. You know, the twenty-fifth amendment to our Constitution was ratified on February the tenth of nineteen sixty-seven, and in that amendment, there is um, a few different sections in there about removal of the president of the United States. And it's in there, clearly, the founders of the country knew that things would happen. And um, if a president is unable to discharge the powers and duties of his office, they have the power to remove him. Now, it doesn't say anything in there about whether you disagree with the president's actions and duties of office that's what elections are for mm-hmm. but if he is unable to do it folks yesterday how much more evidence do you need you saw him at the conference mm-hmm. he's not able to maintain coherent thoughts he 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 forgot china and the other country that wasn't there it's russia he couldn't remember. He can't remember the leader's names. Now, that's why the election coming up next November is so important. Because if the Republicans do take control of the House. They could actually um, start the proceedings to remove him from office. Besides the fact that. uh There was a quid pro quo with the Ukraine, uh, his dealings with China, uh, his payment from China, and that will all be investigated by the way, and which would lead to a impeachment. I can guarantee you this. If there's anything that I would bet the farm on, I would bet on this, uh, Joe Biden is a one-term president. Joe Biden will not run for president of the United States again in another three years and two months. He doesn't have the physical capability to do it. You think he was absent in the last election? Mm -hmm. He'll be absent even more if he would run. He just can't. He physically won't be able to do it. Folks... Look how much he has deteriorated in the first 10 months. He still has three years and two months left in that office. Good point. There's no way he's going to be handled. The everyday uh, rituals and routines and decision-making
0: things that come with being a president. Well, and the thing is, for his handlers, you can cover him most of the time three-day weekends whatever his vitamin cocktails are right but every so often you have an event like yesterday where we just got to put him out there and there's nothing we can do to cover it i know it. and he, w- he wasn't there long he
1: wasn't and it's sad um it's embarrassing for the nation and you folks put him in there uh you folks listening you know who you are you put him in there and we got a real mess the new, the poll comes out yesterday 65% of americans thinks that he and the democrats are doing an awful job with the economy 65% i've never seen poll numbers like that ever 65% mm-hmm. they got to get him out of there uh our country needs somebody who can think clearly And look, where's Kamala Harris been? Has anybody heard from her or seen where she has been in the last? Where is she? She's next in line. And you know who's after her? Cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs herself. Mm -hmm. We're in big trouble here. We do not have a leader of nations of sorts right now, and uh, that's why China's on the move. All these places are on the move, and then he talks about global warming, and we got 10 years, and it's all fake, promising billions of dollars to poor countries. Oh, well, that's what'll change the weather. See, I thought it was because the 640 billionaires in America weren't paying enough taxes. That was going to change our weather. Now, if we just give your money to some of the poor nations, that will change the weather. So we'll need more from you. Folks, we're not going to change the weather. No matter how hard they try, no matter how hard they, t- they, they try to push it, We are not going to change the weather. He gets up there, talks about how $99 billion of damage this year. Most ever. The storms are getting worse. You're stupid. (laughs) You're just dumb. You know how many people folks lived in Miami in 1950? When my dad got married, he went, he took my mom down to Miami for two weeks. All right, Miami, Florida. Five bucks a night. Best hotel they could find. (laughs) There were, my dad told me that there were lots and acreages for sale all along the Miami coastline. You know how many people lived down there in the 50s, folks? Do you know how much it cost to build a house in the 50s? Do you know how much it cost to put a bridge in? a power line back in the 50s, or let's move it closer. Let's pick 1980. You know what the population of Miami was in 1980? How many homes were in that region in 1980? How many small businesses were in that area in 1980? Okay, now look at 2021. Now look at how many homes are in that area. Now look at how many small businesses line the streets in that area and how much they're worth skyscrapers, bridges, power lines, but the money damage is going up from the hurricanes. Well, duh. <laughs> there's more people, there's more homes, there's more businesses, there's more bridges, and it a 150% more to build and fix them now than it did 30 years ago. That's why the costs have gone up. It has nothing to do with the severity of the storms because we haven't taxed billionaires. Right. Not one thing. Not one thing has not one thing. The fires are more devastating. Why? Because they're burning more homes down. You know how many homes were in the mountains and foothills around Los Angeles and California in 1950. I talk about this all the time. People are stupid. But see, in college, they don't teach you this in college. They don't teach basic economics, basic city development. None of that. Nope. They teach you liberalism. Mm -hmm. That's why I would love to be a substitute teacher in a high school class and talk about this with the kids have them really think about it. You think They're more, You think the damage is set new records of the monetary value of the destruction because the storms are more severe, or because what I've just talked about. Mm-hmm. But they're being taught. It's all because of the power of the storm. It is. It's. It's the. It's the nationwide indoctrination. It is, Mark. It's awful. Like the water use in Lake Mead when I talked about that. Record lows. It's because of climate change. Then they're stupid. There were 1.2 million people over there when Lake Mead was formed and it was built. Now there's 40 million Mm -hmm. with businesses and golf courses and agriculture and stuff all sucking water out of there. Same river, same Mm -hmm. place. Well, the reason the water's going down is because of climate change
0: your ass (laughs) that's one of those farmer terms if you're a new listener (laughs) or i don't believe the things that you just said
1: (laughs) that is kind of that what it means but the president of the united states uh is not capable of being the president of the united states look you know what if he was in his last year all right, we live with it, because um, he's not going to run again, no. folks. He
0: he. The, how, how old is he now? Seventy six.
1: No, he's older than that. He's okay. seventy eight, I think. Okay. Um, he he's if he was in his last 10, 12 months of being president, um, I'd get it, but he's not. He's just starting. He's only been there ten months. Ten months. He's got. Three years and two
0: months left. He turned seventy-nine this month. Seventy-nine,
1: and uh, and you know what? Where's his wife? Where's his wife at? She should know. She should see this. Mm-hmm. She knows. She knows. She knows. She can watch her husband. She can see him deteriorating right in front of her eyes. And, uh, somebody has got to her and said, look, no matter what, we have to keep this man in line. We have to watch him. We have to do whatever we can, uh, and I don't know how she could do that. I don't know how she could watch her husband do this to himself. Um, it's it's not right. But he was uh, he really embarrassed America yesterday. Oh, there were more flight disruptions yesterday, 400 more flights from American Airlines. But yesterday was different because yesterday's 400 flights weren't canceled because of the wind. Oh, good. I don't know why those 400 flights ha- were canceled, but, you know, over the weekend, the 2,000 were from wind in Dallas. Mm-hmm. But none of the other airplanes that flew out of Dallas had their flights canceled because of wind. Just American Airlines. You know what the wind is. You know where the wind's coming.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: People were quitting. It's big election day today. There's elections across the country. A couple high-profile races that people will be watching. Including, by the way, the mayor of Atlanta. Atlanta, folks, has been consumed by crime. It's the number one issue. There's 14 people trying for mayor. The current mayor, she's not running again. You know why? It doesn't stand a chance. No way. (laughs) There's 14 people. Crime's the big issue. Crime? Hey, Ryan, you stupid idiot. Are you listening? Crime has gone up in Atlanta so much. They can't keep track of it. Police have quit. Uh, The war on policemen. The homicide rates in the United States have set record highs now. We've gone over that. Uh, Even the liberal media has covered that for people like Ryan, but he won't care. And their big issue down there is crime, and a lot of it was brought on by the Black Lives Matter movement and so forth, and they limited the police powers. Police won't even go into certain neighborhoods now. Policemen in Atlanta won't even confront criminals. They're staying away from them because they know they will be prosecuted and have a public trial no matter how anything is handled if the criminal is of only one particular race. And so they're seeing the results of that in Atlanta, and they've got a mess. They've got a mess in Virginia, where the governors are running, and their big campaign issue is about education. One governor wants to educate our students, the other one wants to indoctrinate them and mold a future Democrat. And not have any input from parents. No input. Critical race theory, um, screw math. Look, look what, look what these liberals have done to your country, folks. Mayor De Blasio last week: no, no accelerated courses for students in New York City anymore. Because it's an example of segregation. So they're stopping them, the students that are brilliant, that can be pushed, that will be our future scientists and doctors and lawyers and accountants, and engineers. Nope, no more in New York because it promotes segregation. Out in Oregon, out in Oregon, no mandatory requirements to graduate high school. No test scores have to be achieved. No proficiency, reading levels, nothing in Oregon. In Oregon, this is what the liberals are doing to the quality of the human being coming out of this country. You voted for them. You voted for him here in Montana. Look, hey, we're we're not isolated from the problems the country's having. Look what we just did. We just ratified a big contract in School District 2, $2,000 bonuses, pay raises, everything. We don't even have 30% of our kids in Montana able to get into a state college here. Hmm? Not even 30%. We don't even know where that money came from. I still have not seen where that money came from. No. Nobody has announced where the money is coming from, and yet, yet folks, no accountability for the money, and we're not promised any results. We just give it to them. Folks, if you go to a restaurant, and and your dinner is cold, or your meal is gross, and you didn't get what you ordered, you send it back. What the hell's wrong with us? <laughs> we'll send a pizza back because it's got onions on it. Right. But we won't demand. We'll give them millions and our test scores go down and nobody says, hey, wait a minute. where I paid for this. Where is my 12th grade proficiency level in reading from the high school graduates? Where's that at? Nobody cares. Uh, yeah, I ordered a medium frosty. And I got a small, and it's vanilla. (laughs) And they'll drive all the way around and do it again. But not for our educational dollars. It's just crazy. Uh, Crazy stuff. Yesterday, they had a meeting in Billings about privatizing Metra. And the answer to the whole privatizing Metra is easy and simple for me. It all comes down to this. If it's privatized and we hire it out to a private company to run it, regulate it, determine ticket rates, run the venue, run the fairgrounds, run the metro. Great. Then absolutely zero tax dollars should go into it just like any other private business. Here, here. I don't care whether you have Godfather's Pizza or whether you have Jake's Restaurant. They don't have any county money coming into running their business and it's run privately. Right. They're responsible for the employees, the profit margins, what they serve up, right. like Metro Park. Business hours. Absolutely. All that. So if you're going to privatize it, then privatize it. You can't privatize it, but yet still rely on taxpayer money to fund it. Who in the hell wouldn't want that? No kidding. Who in the hell wouldn't want a business? Look, I own it. It's my business. I'm going to run it. I'm going to hire who I want. I'm going to bring in the entertainment I want, but everybody else has to pay for
0: it. So no matter what, I'll never go out of business. That's right. <laughs> that's that's where it that's is to great me. perspective. That's that, awesome. For me, it's black and white. Mm-hmm. You
1: privatize it, great. I'm behind it 100%. Not one of my freaking tax dollars are going to that place then. Mm-hmm. The private guys assume all responsibility. It's not up to me to provide recreation for everybody. All right? That's it. Or if I'm paying for it like you folks, then it's run by people that we elect and we can oversee it and we make sure we're getting return on our tax dollar. Mm -hmm. That's it. That's the issue. Cut and dry, plain and simple. The end. You will not change my mind on it at all. Zero. I don't care what you say. Well, we can do it. But nope. If it's private, it's private. If it's county, it's county. Here, here. Not both. Cause it, you it's not fair. You can't do that. You can't do it. That's it. Plain and simple. Plain and simple. Cause why should that entertainment venue be different than the other two hundred Places that people can go in Billings for for a quality night Mm out—they're they're they're all funded privately, run privately, private money, private business. Why should we fund that, but yet have private
0: owners? And and that's private. That's an unfair. That's an unfair advantage because all those businesses where you can have the quality night out—they're paying for that. That's right. Exactly. That is not
1: fair. Nope. That's my approach, folks. Whether take it and smoke it and not like it, I don't care. That's just I'm allowed. Great. They have my that's my approach. Right,
0: and Paul, all your stuffs black and white. Just so you know. Yeah. Oh, well, thanks, Mark. It's <laughs> <That's> a compliment. <laughs> I wonder what he thinks about that. <laughs>
1: um, that's it for me on that issue. Cut and dry. And Cindy Lou sent me this yesterday. And I got it. And I already knew it, Cindy, if you're listening. I already knew it. I already knew it. You know where the happiest place in America is? Disneyland? Lewistown. Oh, okay. Lewistown, Montana. Yep. And I knew it. I already knew it. 5,800 people up there now. It's getting a little larger getting a little crowded for Lewistown (laughs) it is yeah it's getting a little larger now and um Lewistown's kind of what Bozeman used to be like 50 years ago yeah uh Bozeman's ruined um it's ruined now still beautiful but it's ruined I'm surprised the Democrats haven't taken Lewistown and put that in the southeastern part of the country or something stupid <laughs> like they want to do with they're redistricting. Well, for crying out loud, Wilson. Kalispell could not be in the east on any map. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we want to put them in the east. Okay. All right. I got it. East. My favorite Lewistown, where the plains meet the mountains. It's awesome up there. If I ever come back, I want to come back as an elk. I'm going to live up there in Lewistown. They'll never find me. Well, they probably would because I'd be in the the biggest batch of does I could find taking my chances. Hey, um, we all got to go sometime. That's right. (laughs) You might as well go that way. Uh, But yeah, beautiful country up there. All throughout that Judith River area, north of the mountain and south of the mountain get up every morning. You could look out your window on a morning like today with frost out there and the sun beaming off that beautiful thing that God gave us. Sip your coffee and think about how it was made, how it was created. And you could say, you know, if we just tax the 640 billionaires in this country a little more, we could We could increase the snow on the top of those caps up there by Crystal Lake and the others. And we could lower the temperature down here in Rygate. And we could warm it up in Winterfred. We'll be able to pick and choose, folks, what weather we want. We'll be able to pick and choose our temperatures, the amount of rain where the fires burn, we're going to be able to do all of that. If we can just get some more of your tax dollars, we'll be able to do that from here on out. It's amazing. Prop me up against the snowies when I die. <laughs> he could probably re- rework that one. Please. I could. <laughs> you know, the thing about Joe Biden, too, is that um, the presidential doctor, he knows. Oh, yeah. Everybody in the circle knows. He knows. He treats him. Mm -hmm. Um, He's taking care of him over the weekends in Delaware, giving him the things that he needs to try to keep him going. Uh, He knows. How come we can't make Joe Biden's medical decisions for him?
0: He's (laughs) He's
1: making everybody else's.
0: You know what? If he was a private citizen and he was in this shape, the doctor could take steps to do that. I mean, they, they want to make your individual medical decisions, so
1: we should be able to make his. Oh, God. Oh. Had to grind some feed yesterday and clean
0: out some dusty old barley in a bin. And... Folks, you know some. me, Mr. Happy-Go-Lucky, Mr. No-Pressure. I felt freaking pressure driving down the highway yesterday. With that doghouse on there? With that
1: beautiful doghouse on my trailer. (laughs) Don't blow off. Don't blow off.
0: Don't blow off. Well, well, I'm thinking, thank God it's not windy. Mm -hmm. Uh, Didn't have a ton of semis go by with big gusts of wind. That's true. We we had it strapped down and everything, but still, I would not want to be responsible for anything Mm -hmm. happening to that, because it it was beautiful. Oh, yeah.
1: Mark, you got the job done. Nothing to it. Yeah. Whew, boy, did he need a drink after that.
0: (laughs) You know what's better? You know what's better than taking a nap? (laughs) Knowing you're going to get to take a nap. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. And driving home, I'm nothing but smiles. (laughs) Well, that was like 2.30 in the afternoon. Bingo. Oh, God.
1: (laughs) All right, let's roll here. Good to be a Wilson. (laughs)